One Sunday morning, the warm sun came up and pop, out of the egg came a tiny and very hungry caterpillar. Welcome to AMI Audiobook Review, the weekly podcast where we chat all things audiobooks. I'm your host, Ramia Amuthan, and you know you might have thought, the quote of the week today, what is going on? And that's because we're going back to nostalgic summer days as a kid. Yes, we're really embracing the theme of summer during summer. Are you surprised? This one is by Eric Carle, and it's from The Very Hungry Caterpillar, and actually... I just turned around to Niz and was like, what's your favorite childhood book? And she picked one, which is The Very Hungry Caterpillar. So Niz, I know that it doesn't necessarily have to do with the summer, but I always think like summer, there's a big part of summer that makes you feel like you want to be a kid again, right? And so in the context of books, there's all these lovely moments we've had as children reading our favorite books, rereading our favorite books, or having our favorite books read to us by teachers, parents maybe even authors right so what was it about this book for you it was exactly what you said I feel like summer just reminded me of all the children's books that we read in school especially and it was I just remember you know recess time and then we'd go back in do like a reading circle or whatever it may be Mm -hmm. and it would always be that or Dr. Seuss or um oh my god there was just so many that reminded me right when you said what was your favorite book I was like the very hungry caterpillar it was just yeah it was just the best um no matter how many times I read the book or somebody read this book to me it was just always I had a connection with it yeah and there's definitely like this irony of how books make you think of summer because we're not in school during the summer right um but nonetheless like in june i remember having nice hot days uncomfortable hot not like nice and and this felt great hot days in the classroom with fans blowing and all of us sitting cross-legged on the carpet in front of our uh teacher who would sit in a rocking chair in grade two grade one um reading books to us and picture books but also like pick up a novel in every day 15 minutes or so so those june days really stick with me oh i love God. being read yeah too. this yeah such a great point because i remember in june you're not very like you're not doing school work anymore that's it not it's really. the end of <laughs> it's the end of school either you were watching a movie or sitting down in a circle on the carpet and mm-hmm. doing some activities which i exactly. loved exactly so those activities great point too i love it awesome well thanks for taking part and we're gonna skip through to sila homepage c-e-l-a library.ca is where you go to find out what the center for equitable library access has for us and the three refreshed titles up there right now are the whisperers by ashley audrain sorry let me try that again the The three refreshed titles that are up there right now are The Whispers by Ashley Audrain, Suspense and Thrillers. We talked about this a couple weeks ago with our friends from Sila, and I tell you, it'll come again. It'll come up again. The Wager by David Graham, which is a historical title, and The Misses by E.L. James, which is a romance. Niz, coming to you for a quick question that we'll explore um, later on in the show as well. Yeah, so... 
This is your chance to get your daily dose of audiobooks via Audible Daily Deal. And while it seems unlikely that anyone would, would resort to listening to audiobooks that frequently, there's a way to do so just in case you have the time or you're strongly addicted like our guest in the next segment. Mm-hmm. According to Good E-Reader, you can check out the details on this deal on Audible Daily Deal website. So I wanted to quickly ask you, Remya, how many books do you digest every week? Ooh, okay, honestly, during the summer, I'm slow. Uh, half a book to a book, probably. Yeah. But a book is a stretch. I have a, I have a sneaking suspicion that our guest is going to say way more than that. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> I don't know how people have the patience and the time and and. It, they speed it up. Guys. They speed it up, yeah. They speed it, they have to. But it's a lot. Right, guys? Yeah. Collective agreement? Mm. No, I don't think so. <laughs> I, th- I think I'm alone on this one. Well, we do have Ryan Huey joining us, um, and he is from the Chatty Bookshelf on Kelly and Romeo, but he's got a recommendation for us. It's stuck in his head. He read it earlier this year. We'll find out. This is AMI Audiobook Review, the weekly podcast where we chat all things audiobooks. And you know, when we bring back pause or play, we love to bring it back for a couple weeks in a row. So let's do that. Pause or play on one of the titles that we chatted about, or at least mentioned earlier on in the show, that we want to uh, see how it'll be received. Let's go. This is one of the titles we talked about, The Misses by E.L. James. Now, if that's a familiar author, I'll tell you why in a second. But first, let's get into this book. It's a general fiction category. It's romance, contemporary. And here's the synopsis. Alicia regards her husband through lidded eyes. You'll have to fight for him. Her mother's words from her call this morning ring through her head and fight she will using every available weapon she has. Maxim Trevelyan, reluctant Earl of Trevecic, has pursued a woman he loves to the wilds of Albania. Having fought for and won her, he now has to wed her at the sharp end of a shotgun. But can a reformed rake like Maxim ever make a good husband? Or will his own notorious reputation and the scandalous secrets of his aristocratic family destroy his newfound happiness? Alicia de Maki, has defied and outwitted kidnappers and traffickers and won the heart of the man she loves, but can she make this marriage work? Confronted by Maxim's lurid past, his forbidding family, and the looks and whispers of London's elite, will she ever be seen as Maxim's countess, or will she always be his former cleaner? This is the end of the synopsis. And just to tell you a bit more about the book, it's a follow-up to the number one New York Times seller called The Mister. And the author is the same as Fifty Shades trilogy. So maybe back in the day, that was your jam. Let's go around the table. Nasreen, pause or play? I love it. I would put play. Yeah? Yeah. What brings you in? I I want to know more. And I feel like that just tells it all. I feel like there's so much conflicts and there's so many questions that I have that I need answers to and I feel like that pulls me into the book okay love it Ryan pause or play absolute play 
uh, and it's based solely on the title. I had no previous anything, but I mean, if the first book is called The Mister and the second is called The Misses, I'm sold. That that's there's so much mystery there. There's so many <laughs> ways it can go, and my mind is going a mile a minute at this point, and I I love that. I love that you can get that excited because obviously, with me, my limited uh, vision can't see the 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 book cover. So if you grab, I'm a, I'm. Mm. I hate to say it, but I also love to say it. I'm a big gimmicks guy. I'm in. Sold. I like the way that they've um, outlined the synopsis as well. I'm a geek for synopsis, a good synopsis. And, you know, this is kind of the, hey, this is his perspective. Hey, this is her perspective. Do you think they can make it? And we're like, ah, yeah, I'm voting for you. So that's great. We got plays all around the table um, with The Misses by E.L. James. Niz, did you read Fifty Shades? Were you into it or the movies? The franchise at all? God no. Oh no. Yeah, I, I was wondering if that there's was a no judgment point. here. I just was never. It never ever pulled me in, even the movie. Mm. Um, I, I just, I just let it pass. I feel like everybody was so into it, and I, it was just yeah. not my cup of tea. Um, looking well, at the, let's say synopsis and and the trailer behind it, so I was just, eh, let it pass. <laughs> well, some people that would be the lure in, right? Yeah. Um, how about you, Ray? I didn't. Uh, not the movies, not the books, but it's interesting moving back to what she said about the synopsis. Uh, I'm a mm. little bit of an outlier here where less is more. I want like mm, wow me yep. with three sentences and th- there you go. You got me or you don't. And then uh, I sort of like to make up my own mind based on what sure. I think the book is about kind Ryan. of thing. But uh, I'm always a less is more guy when it comes to that. So like when there's these synopsis that are three paragraphs i'm like what i'm like cool now i don't need to read the book but uh yeah i i, I really <laughs> it's like the trailer says it yeah, all kind of thing yeah it's, it's uh, that's what i sort of look at it as it's mm. like a movie trailer you know you got 30 seconds to a minute and you know yeah get me into it so i was telling ramia last week that if there's a long synopsis it just doesn't pull me in as much i feel like there's so much information that's been given <laughs> whether there you have so many questions or not I want something short. I want something that is very intriguing to me. But if you have something long with long descriptions, there's so much, you're basically telling most of the story of what's going on. Pretty much. I'm like, eh, okay, no it's, not worth, it's not worth reading it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, exactly. There's yeah. no room of, for imagination. Yeah. I and mean, which is why a good synopsis it, in itself, I'm like, quality. I would pick up this book just because they did such a good job on the synopsis. But hey, we've already had half a conversation. Um, we're, of course, talking about The Misses by E.L. James. You can check it out as one of the featured titles on SELA, the Center for Equitable Library Access. Uh, and of course, it's available out there in human narrated audio. Now, we want to check in with an avid reader. You might be uh, already familiar with our guest and we've heard his voice already. And this space is, by the way, where we like to um, open up the space to review, discuss, recommend, browse, conceptualize, and reminisce on audiobooks. That's the line, so I gotta say it every time. And we're welcoming back in Ryan Huey, who is a weekly chatty bookshelf contributor on Kelly and Rumia. And of course, he has his own life because he's a huge audiobook worm, always reading. What are you in the middle of reading right now, Rye? Hey, guys. Yeah, uh, I'm actually in the middle of one of my favorite authors. Uh, She's from Hong Kong. Her name is Jordan Rivet. Uh, At least that's how Jaws says Mm -hmm. it. I don't know if that's actually how you say her last name. So apologies, Jordan. But uh, she's in the midst of her clone series, which I love. Uh, And she just released 
book two in audio and she's releasing book three in ebook uh coming in september i believe is the date so i'm just in the middle of that uh, she's been giving me some free copies which i love um but i'm also just uh, read a book called falling uh and it was really really good uh so it was sort of falling yeah falling so it was about a plane hijack okay. and it was okay the 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 pilots the, the pilots uh family has been uh kidnapped now he has to either crash the plane or the someone's going to hurt his family and it was oh, phenomenal it was oh, I love the point these. of views was great there was about five or six different points of view as you kind of go through the story and it's not your typical where you you know they're going to run the plane into the the, the white house or, or something like that it's, it's a really mm. nice spin and if you guys do listen you'll understand what i mean as soon you're like yeah this is definitely a ryan book as soon as you hear uh some of the stuff involved in it but it's, it's really interesting it, uh it, it caught me from the beginning and like we said less is more the the synopsis is literally maybe five sentences and i was like yep this is all i need sign me up and I finished it in about two sittings, and it's about a 10-hour book, oh give or take. Oh, my gosh. Oh, that's amazing. The fact that you can carve out five hours of the day to finish uh, one sitting of the book is insane. But, yeah, the ethical dilemmas kind of books, you know, I don't even need to read the synopsis. Just you kind of outlining what that type of book is um, is always intriguing to me because there's, you know, case studies and and videos you can watch and just kind of scroll through life but when it's detailed in um a full-fledged scenario or an example which is you know how it's mm-hmm. written as a book right that kind of thing is always so interesting and i think that the the author does a really good job of not making the pilot like a do-gooder like you don't think that it's gonna you know it's gonna go down one way and that's it i think he does a really good job yep. of of premising that moral dilemma and like oh my goodness like okay there's complexity people right? on the plane or there's my five family members like and it, it's actually legitimate a, a tough choice for and uh, I, I like the way mm-hmm. they, they delve into his mind and the psyche and what's going on and how can I do this it's it's really cool mm. it's, it's a great lesson so guys pick it up if you want to for sure yeah okay perfect thanks for that mini recommendation because that's where you're in the middle of right now um earlier we had a mini discussion about just like summer and childhood um nostalgic favorites based on our quote of the day during the summer do you have any go-to books or go-to kinds of books or oh, things that you kind question. of yearn to read just because it's nice hot weather no i don't know that there's a particular genre i have my favorites i, I don't know that i i tend to lean one way or the other i mean i'm the mm. guy that's all action all the time uh give me some action and just keep it going and turn the decibels up to 10 and i'm i'm good uh, I think that regardless yeah, of I think that that's that's where I'm at right now. Uh, there's a lot of series that I'm started, and I'm just waiting for the next books to come out. And a few, oddly enough, yeah. a few of them are coming out in August, which I think is I don't want to say strange, but strange in a way where it's like, okay, it's the end of you know you're back to school, but I, I'm not understanding like when do you want the kids to read or the the people to read during the summer. So you have a book. That we've talked about for anyone who um, follows your segments on Kelly and Rumia uh, a while back, like a few weeks back, and you want to bring it up today because you it stuck with you, eh? Oddly, uh, oddly enough, yeah. There, I don't want to say there's few books where it's like, I don't automatically forget once I'm done reading, but it's like okay, let's move on because I don't want to 
sully the next book or have that book hang over. So I, I try to get right into the next one. And this one stuck with me for some time and for really good reason. Uh, it's called The Nameless Restaurant by Tao Wong. And it's fantastic. It's not my typical, but it's also very typical. And I know that's counterintuitive, but it's it's there, there's <laughs> a little bit of both in this. And I think the thing that got me is that the author lives in Toronto and they do a very good description of what I believe Toronto to look like. I mean, obviously, the last time I saw Toronto was about 12 years ago. So there's been some huge changes, mm. but that's what I loved about it was, uh, you know, and they mentioned Kensington Market. I know where that is. And it was kind of like, wow, I've walked down those streets and the whole fantasy portion of it wasn't, I didn't hate it. Uh, that co- sort of thing, you know, whether hey. it's a goblin or a fairy or whatever character is in, in inserted there with the special powers, I kind of was into it. I, I kind of was like, I, I see how this fits. I like it. So uh, I was really, really got into this short listen, but I really uh, packed this one in and just really powered through and it was amazing. So what is it about it that you say is typical but atypical for you? Or is can you even pinpoint what it is that brings you back? Um, because maybe it's because it's the new season of Black Mirror, and I'm sorry to be pulling a, a parallel for TV here, but there are episodes of Black Mirror that just kind of stick with me. And even if I watched it three years ago, four years ago, there's random things that'll happen in life or random days that I have, and I just it just pops in you know there's just ins and outs of oh man this really stuck with me um but i find it hard to pinpoint what it is that brings me back uh side note i don't know if black mirror is supposed to be funny or just have funny aspects but i found this new season i was laughing quite a bit more than i had in in the other ones but i love i love the astronaut the astronaut one was was my favorite obviously i'm a big <laughs> space guy but i think for uh Tao Wong's book um this is gonna sound strange but I think it was more of the treasure hunt I love national treasure I love those types of movies I love the hunt I love how there could be a map and you have to follow the clues but here there was no map it's like hey Hey. you find this random door and it's there if you're looking for it but if you're not you're just gonna walk right by it it's the inconspicuous there it is, but there it isn't. And I really like that mm. only certain people find it for whatever reason. And I really enjoyed that. Why is this person finding it? The finding out why is this person getting to go there? Why does this goblin or dwarf or fairy get to do this? And uh, once you get inside, there's a little bit of that comic relief where the the patrons are terrible to you. The There's no drink menu. The wine, the beer is gone. But the food is top-notch out of this world. And it's like, okay... I'm in. Let's let's see how we can move forward and where's the story going? And then it caught me. It 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 hooked me and it, it just kind of went from there. Interesting. So that would be the typical. So it sounds like Yeah, yeah. Okay. Wait, before you get to the atypical, the um it sounds like there's still a lot of mystery. Does everything get solved by the end or do you, does it leave you with that lingering feeling of mystery? Are you asking me for spoilers? No, 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 not spoilers, not spoilers. I was like, oh, I need to leave right now. I don't know that I meant to. No, uh, so for the most part, it will leave the listener or the reader happy. Not everything gets resolved uh, because it is a series, but it's one of those series where you could start with book three and not have to start with book one kind of thing where they're like, it's sort of like NCIS where like, okay, you missed an episode, but you're not lost kind of thing. So it's like they're Mm -hmm. they're all Mm -hmm. individual sort of books, but they're all 
Easter egg-ish and they all have that related to the last book in some ways where you'll appreciate it a little more, but you're not missing out if you if you skip from book one to book five kind of thing. I think there's only three right. at this point, though. Well, that's the reason why I ask is because some books have that effect on you, right? Where cliffhangers, we've all felt this way, where we're like, oh, God, I'm still yearning. Or, you know, this doesn't feel like an ending. And it doesn't have to be dissatisfying necessarily, but it's that feeling of because the book didn't close off, it will stay with you in that sense of I wonder still. Um, so that you've mentioned the typical, now the atypical side of? I'm Why not a goblin, the fairies, uh, that sort of thing. You know, like, yeah, I love the, Fantasy. the magic powers or whatever, but that it has to be like a human living in plain sight, uh, not really, you know, like, hey, you're a goblin or you're a Frankenstein or you're a whatever kind of thing. And that was where I was like, I don't know if I'm going to be sold on this, but it worked, uh, at least for me. Uh, everybody has their subjective views of books, whether they like it, they love it. Uh, nobody, Not everybody likes what I like, but it was really interesting to see that aspect of it and how it sort of worked within my mind and worked within the context of the story. I really appreciated the the work and the thought that went into that. I think that it was really well written. I think that there was a lot of laughs and I think that there was a lot of different things that kind of intertwined and sort of made this a really great listen. Okay, that's interesting. I always appreciate people who can break down verbally you know for the rest of us able to explain what elements of fantasy they can handle and what is you know too much or just not your cup of tea um i guess you've explored fantasy a lot more than i have at least yeah and then obviously there's some books where i had to dnf i didn't even you know because it's like no this is too much this is ryan's not into it but there's also some completionist very rare instance um, uh, I think out of oof. the, let's say, 600 books or so that I've listened to, I would say there's probably less than 15. So it's like very okay. rare occasion. But I can actually check Goodreads, but uh, that would take a little bit of time. But uh, yeah, I would say there's 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 a few for sure. Yeah. Uh, but it's a really rare occasion. Um, before we let you go, because we're almost out, Nisreen brought up a topic earlier in the show and she wanted to bring you in on it uh, to get your thoughts all right let's do it so you can get your daily dose of audiobooks via audible daily deal and this is your chance to pick up a new book every day and it's, it seems unlikely that anyone would resort to listening to audiobooks that's that frequent and i wanted to bring you on ryan and ask you how many books do you digest every week because i know you and remy are addicts he's an addict for real though yeah he claims he's, I'm a, an he's addict, a real but he's addict. actually an addict yeah so ryan what do you think I'm in the one to two per week range, and I tend to stick to anywhere from the eight hour to, let's say, 13 hour book. Anything more than that, it's going to be like a two week kind of job just based on work and stuff. But I, I tend to stick to those just so I can stick to my timeline and so I can meet those goals. But you want to know a trick? Uh, it's not to buy the daily deal all the time. So the reason I'm with audible.com instead of audible.ca is, yeah, I got to pay the exchange rate. So it comes out to, I think it's like, just just under $21 <laughs> Canadian a month. So it's a little bit more money, but you get all those free goodies. Um, you get the podcast, you get the six books for free each month, and you can download them, and it doesn't mean you have to listen to them in July. I can go back in September and do it when I, when I want to. 
So I, I appreciate that more than the two ninety nine daily deal where it's that kind of thing or it's like, hey, you have to do this every day because I can't keep up with them with the amount of emails. Like Audible does a good job at limiting the emails, but when it comes to that stuff, it's like I, I tend to look at it three days later. I'm like, oh, I missed the daily deal. Well, that sucks. So I tend to not miss these because you have a whole month to kind of go in and root around and, and get what you need to get. And then you can kind of go back and, and listen whenever you want to. So that's kind of a little trick that I use. Um, and then another Smart. one is if it's sales, if there's the big Audible sales, I look at, okay, is it worth me using a credit or the sale price? Uh, so if the sale price is like seven ninety nine, I'm not using a fourteen dollar credit on that on that book. I will suck okay. it up and spend that seven ninety nine, um, and then save my credit for you know something that might be twenty one thirty one newer release that's a little bit more expensive. So it's kind of like the shopping smart kind of thing, and it comes and not not to sound pretentious, but it comes with experience when you look at Audible because I used to be like, oh my god, I want this book, I'm going to get it now. Every and book, then I'd use yeah. my credit, and then it's like, oh. It's the third of the month and I'm already done my credit. Now I got to wait three weeks for for another credit. So you kind of, you you learn the hard way, tried and true uh, when it comes to those yeah. things, how you can kind of search out and see what you can get. This is audiobook life hacks with Ryan Huey. Exactly. <laughs> Legit. You need to start a, a series on TikTok or something, Ryan. Hey, and speaking of just going back to um, the, the book and proper summaries, the... A uh, nameless restaurant has this great line at the end, and this is basically like a mini synopsis. I love it. It goes, "There's a restaurant in Toronto that's magically hidden, whose service is horrible, and whose food is divine." This is the story of the nameless restaurant. Tell me that alone doesn't want to make you pick up the book. So good, All right? Thank you for your time. No, thanks for having me, guys. Happy listening. Audio book review with Ryan Huey talking about The Nameless Restaurant, A Cozy Cooking Fantasy by Tao Wong. And that's it for us this week. Next week, we're checking in with Amir Khan, our audiobook worm. He's back. I'm your host, Ramia Amuddin, for AMI Audiobook Review, technical producer Nisreen Abdel-Majid. And until next week, happy audiobook listening. The Walrus is Canada's conversation, and you're invited to take part. Download AMI's Voices of the Walrus, where professional narrators read selected articles from the magazine. Available wherever you download your AMI podcasts.